house. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So awesome. You guys can be seated. It's always so special to celebrate water baptisms, isn't it? And we've had this baptism tank since the beginning of the church. You can see the signatures and the dates around, at least on the front side you can see, but they're all around. And just as a memorial of, on this day, this person went public with their faith. And we are the church. We're building the church. So awesome. What a so, great morning. Man, I don't know. I'm so inspired seeing people go public with their faith through water baptism and just like the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God. Seriously, for those of you guys that don't know, this uh, this past Friday, the September 24th was our official four-year anniversary of the church four years ago. Uh, this weekend, we launched, and we're going to talk a lot about that story and whatnot, but really, we're going to reminisce a little bit, but we're also going to just celebrate God's faithfulness. Amen. We're going to celebrate how faithful he's been because I believe there's a nugget of wisdom for all of us about what our tomorrow can bring when we understand how faithful God is in our today. Amen? Amen. Yes, it's a morning of celebration. And, um, you know, for some people, they're like, I remember when we came out here to, to start Alive, there was some people that were like, oh, you can, like, start churches, you know, because so many churches are How does that work? old and have been around for a long time. And so, man, it's, it's a special thing to be a part of a new church. When we say we've been around for four years, like, that's as long as we've existed. Yeah. And it's, it's cool to celebrate and to be in on the ground level of what God is doing here. So it's a morning of celebration. Many of you guys this morning have been a part of the whole journey from, you know, before we even had our grand opening four years ago. And we want to acknowledge and celebrate you later on in, in the service. And a lot of people are new to the church since being in this new building. Yeah. And so this morning will be a way to celebrate, but to also catch us all up on the story of the move of God that we are all a part of. And really to, you know, scripture all over the place says, remember, remember what the Lord has done. And so this morning, we're going to take quite a bit of time in this morning to just remember God's faithfulness. And as we remember God's faithfulness, it builds faith in us to be like, okay, if he did it back then, he's going to do it again, not just for the church, but for our individual lives. Amen. So yeah, the church started, we had our first grand opening services four years ago this past Friday, but really the church was conceived about five years ago and in January of 2017. And Eric and I grew up in Livingston County. We grew up in Brighton. If you would have asked us kind of privately, like years ago, what's in your heart? Like, what do you hope to do long-term? We would have kind of sheepish, sheepishly said, man, if God ever gave us the opportunity, we'd love to go back home and start a life-giving church to reach our hometown. But man, God would have to really make that super clear. And I don't know if that would ever happen. And that was like a dream that we really just put on this shelf, didn't entertain or plan or anything about it. We we're like, okay, God, if that's your idea, you're going to have to really make it happen. Yeah. So about five years ago, dream and reality collided, and God made it super to our pastors at the time and to us that this dream of a church in Livingston County was his dream and not just ours. And so that's really where the whole start story began. Yeah, and just real quickly, uh, we just want to give honor to our pastors then and our pastors now. How many of you guys know, just because you're a pastor doesn't mean you don't need a pastor, Amen. And so we've got some pastors, Beth and Jeff Jones, if you want to show that picture of us with them, there's them, us right before we're about to leave. And then the next photo uh, as well is them laying hands on us and sending our family out from that church, Valley Family Church over in Kalamazoo. And uh, man, we would not be where we are today, seriously, without pastors Jeff and Beth Jones and, and what they've imparted and what they trained and what they gave us and the gold that they saw in us 
And they said, you know what, there's something more there. You need to go do what God has placed in your heart. And so uh, fast forward a little bit, we left Kalamazoo kind of at the end of 2017 and uh, landed here in Livingston County. And we had four months until our church launch date that we had began to start advertising. Four months, that's it. And uh, at the time we had zero team. Everybody say zero. Zero team besides these two right here. And then, um, then we kind of had a meeting with our parents uh, both sets of our parents lived here locally and we said, Hey, we don't know if you guys want to be a part of this or not. You already have community elsewhere, but we we feel like God's wanting us to plan a church. And if you would like to be a part of that, uh, there's an invitation there and praise God. They, they did accept that. And so instantly our team grew to four, praise God. Um, and, uh, you can show that picture there. This is from the actual night. We sat them down on the couch and kind of shared our heart. And, little uh, Ezzy's like four months old. Little Ezzy's four, yeah, Ezra's four months old and, and there's just a lot going on, but, um, literally we had, we had no connections, although we grew up here, we'd been away for 13 years. A lot had changed. Uh, Livingston County had changed quite a bit. We didn't have tons of connections anymore. A lot of our classmates and people we grew up, they had moved off and done other things. And so we had no worship leader. I remember that very distinctly, uh, having conversations where my wife would be like, uh, if there's no one, I will sing. And, and, you know, the Bible talks about making a joyful noise to the Lord. Amen. But, um, sometimes when it's a little pitchy, it's better to be in key. Amen. And so that's no offense there. Um, and we had no one to lead our kids ministry. We're like, what are we gonna do with the kids? And our church planning organization, we're part of ARC, which is Association of Related Churches. They helped us train us, equip us, and launch us. Um, they needed a requirement. They had a minimal requirement of us having 34 members on our launch team to even get the green light approval for us to launch with them. And, um, and most ARC churches spend about one year or more in their city, meeting, gathering, gathering a team before they launch. And we had just four months. They, they honestly said, our coach said, I don't know if you're going to be able to do this. How many, <laughs> yeah. how many of you guys know that's a perfect place for God to step in? Amen. Uh, praise God. Yeah, and so during that time, the book of Nehemiah was really a blueprint. The book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah called by God to go back to his hometown to rebuild the wall. And there's a scripture in there in Nehemiah 6.15. We don't have it for the screen, but there's a scripture in there in Nehemiah, um, what is it, 6.15? That talks about how they... The, the team was built miraculously fast, and the wall was built in 52 days, and it was supernaturally fast, and it was a witness to all that God is really in this. And that was like an anchor scripture for us, that we believed that God was going to build the team and build the wall really fast in like almost close to 52 days. Right. Um, so all summer long, we prayed and we fasted and we met with people and we had um, interest hangouts and we had events at the Mill Pond downtown Brighton and just said, hey, we're... God's calling us to start a church. Do you want to be a part of it? And really miraculously, over that time, a, a group of 34, just 34, we, we barely squeaked in. Yeah, come on now. A group of 34 adults and 17 kids assembled, and we had a full worship band, and we had people that had experience in kids ministry, and God met every single need. It was really, truly incredible to see what God had done. And so, um, yeah, so then in August, we started having launch team meetings and these people full of faith, right? You can see a couple pictures. These are some of our um, launch team meetings in August that we had. Like all we had is vision. We didn't have anything except vision. And then this is a cafeteria at Scranton where we started being like, okay, this is going to be an auditorium. We're going to worship in here. It smells like chicken nuggets right now, but. But, but God's glory is going to fill this place. <laughs> yeah. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. And we got the portable equipment and got everything ready for um, grand opening. So then on September 24th, 2017, 
with 34 people and 17 adults, we had our first grand opening service at Scranton. And you can see a picture of the launch team here. Um, the faithful, a little crazy, and, and a lot of faith. A lot of faith. That helped us yeah. launch that morning. Amen. Um, <laughs> so this morning, there's still, out of the 34, there's still 17 of the original 34 that are still a core part of the church. Amen. And uh, some of them are here this morning. If you were part of the original launch team, would you stand please up? We just want to honor up. you. Yes, please stand up. Stand even if up, you're Brian in the yep. back. Jason, Amen. Diane, and Gary. Praise God. Yes. Amen. So awesome. And can you guys keep stay standing? We just want to say a live family church would not be here Amen. without them and the others who said, you know what? Amen. We believe in this. We believe in this vision, even though there, we don't have anything. It doesn't no make proof. a lot of sense, yeah. but let's do this. Let's and do thank this. you for stepping out in faith. Amen. Thank you for believing in the vision when it was just a vision. Thank you for the grit that you have had over all these years. And, you know, sweating with us. Like, church got sweaty. Church got sweaty real quick. Because we set up the church and we tore down the church and we brought an extra pair of clothes for after portability happened. Um, But, man, we will forever honor you guys and celebrate your faithfulness. And the fact that you're still here, there's certain people that were called to help us pioneer. But you guys helped us pioneer and build. build, And you're faithful. And you know what the Bible says about faithful people? A faithful man. Yeah, Ella, Eli, Ezra, you guys stand up too. You guys have been here since the very beginning. Yep. Um. A faithful man or woman will abound with blessings. Amen. And kiddos, I just want to say thank you. You guys, you didn't have an option, but you guys were here every single Sunday. You were part of the launch team as much as anybody else. And so can we give it up for the launch team? Praise God. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. You guys can take a seat. You guys can take your seat. Awesome. As a part of that, you know, that season, that early season of church like Erica talked about, we also had a portability team, all right? And, and sometimes people talk about that as the P word around here, all right? When we start talking about portability, people start having nervous eye twitches and, uh, oh, look at the time, I have something else planned type things uh, often. But guys, like this concept, it happens all the time. People do this all the time. But literally, there was a team of people that came in at the crack of dawn to set the entire church up. And then stayed through two services and then stayed late after everyone was gone to tear the church down and put it back into a box for a week. And then did that over and over and over, almost for two years, right? They were the backbone. This team was the backbone of the church. Without them, we just had a chicken nugget smelly auditorium. Without that, we just had a school. Why are we meeting in a school? But man, they transformed Scranton Middle School into a place of worship. It was incredible. It was a miracle. Every Sunday, we'd sit back and be like, that was crazy that God allowed us to do that. And that was nuts that our team was able to pull that off. Praise God. And, and a lot of just sacrifices, a lot of sweaty, uh, sweating for the Lord. Amen. There, there's Lots gotta of be sweaty. A lot of sweaty. A lot of bringing <laughs> yeah. sweaty back. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like the extra clothes and all that. And go ahead and show, just thumb through some of those portability pictures just so we kind of reminisce of what that looked like there. That, that was our lobby area. And then we go over to our auditorium there that we had to literally set out every chair and every piece of tech equipment. The worship team didn't just worship. They set up, tore down, tuned it, and did it. Right, there's James setting up the, the kids' room, 
right? And then David, uh, all of our kids' rooms were in classrooms and we turned them into kids' ministry spaces. And it was absolutely incredible. And so here, here's, the, here's the invitation, the next one. If you ever, if you ever served on portability, during the history of Alive. And this means you might even have been a official member on the team or we roped you in and said, hey, what are you doing? And you, you grabbed a chair and you, you, you know what pipe and drape smells like, all right? There's a distinct smell on that. Would you guys stand to your feet? Anybody who served in portability David, over our four in. years? Come on, come on. David's out there too. Yeah, come on in. Yes. Let's give it up for our portability Woo! volunteers. Guys, yes. I just stay standing, stay standing. I want to thank you for serving. I want to thank you for your commitment and your sacrifice. I want to thank you for doing hard things. It was not easy to do that. And you could have done a million other things, but you chose to serve the Lord in that way. And he helped build his church through your sacrifice. Amen? And and I just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts, man. We will forever honor your sacrifice and forever remember your faith. Thank you for linking up and actually physically with your hands helping build his church. Amen. Let's give it up one more time for our portability volunteers. Faithful, faithful. So, so awesome. And man, we celebrate portability because, hey, if we become a church with multi-campuses, portability is not necessarily a thing of our past forever. So it's awesome. And we celebrate all, all that you guys have done. Um, so I think you can notice that we're celebrating the church today, but we're celebrating people because the church is people. people. Amen. And so, you know, we're celebrating, we're four years old today. We, two and a half of our years as a church, we're at Scranton. Just want to celebrate what happened at Scranton. Um, during our time at the Scranton location, 241 people put their faith in Jesus. There was 241 salvations during that time. There was 31 baptisms, 31 people went public with their faith, faith, like we are seeing people do this morning. During that time, 27 children were dedicated to the Lord. Many, almost, I think probably all of them are still here growing up, a lot of them in youth now. Um, and so we're gonna have a lot of up and down today. Let's show them some pictures just oh, from yeah, that yeah. season of what Scranton, go ahead and scroll through those real quickly, just kind of the season of church at Scranton. Yeah, that was a, what the entrance looked like. Yep. There's our auditorium. The auditorium, the lobby. Amen. Awesome. All right. So if you were a part, if you be, if you became a part of a live family church during the Scranton days, would you guys stand Please up? Please stand up. Stand you up ever if attended you at Scranton. Okay. Here we are. There's the faithful. All right. Awesome. 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 Let's give it up Come for on. these guys. Let's go. Okay. Keep standing. We're going to talk keep, to you guys for a minute. Keep, keep standing. standing. Keep standing. standing. Yep. All right, here's the deal. Look, we made it because (laughs) (laughs) we, um, COVID happened and we got kicked out of Scranton, right? Yeah. And we spent 31 Sundays online and you guys are still here Wow. because you committed to gather in really unique ways, right? We gathered online for online services and we gathered house to house in people's homes and we gathered outside at the mill pond for Sunday nights of prayer and worship. And so we celebrate what God has done in your guys' life yeah. and celebrate that you're faithful. You made the transition out to a new location that's 10 miles away from the previous location or whatever it is. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you guys and celebrate all that the Lord has done in and through you guys. Let's give it up for those that were with us back at the Scranton days. Yeah. And you guys can take your seats. Jesus. 
Awesome, awesome. Okay, so we've been a church for 48 months, and here's some perspective. 18 of those 48 um, months, 18 months out of the 48 months, the world has been in a global pandemic. And so 40% of our church's history has been in the midst of this global pandemic, COVID, whatever you want to call it. And so churches that have been around for decades during that time, all of the churches, a lot of the church pastors in Livingston County started gathering on Zoom calls. And like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to continue to gather with this interesting season? And um, churches that had been around for decades, hundreds of years, were saying things like, it feels like a church planting season all over again. It feels like we're church planting again. It feels like we're starting the church all over again. We're like, no, No, we we just just did did that. that. And so as a church, we get to celebrate that really we launched twice. (laughs) And and we have gone through an interesting season with COVID, right? Um, So just as we were coming out of church, planting season, we went back into it and really relaunched in a certain way with COVID. Like I mentioned earlier, Scranton kicked us out. We were online for 31 Sundays and doing the house to house and all of that. But we knew that, hey, we, we have to find a place to gather again. And at the time, schools were not allowing rentals to happen and people were not wanting to lease to people. Their, people did not want extra people in their building. Right. And we didn't, we were pursuing one certain location that we could start meeting at and it fell through. And so it was last summer, like July last summer, that Eric and I... What did online oh, look like? Oh, yeah, show some online yep. pictures, just, house uh, to house, you know, people baby, doing, baby toys doing and, yeah, church serious, at home, yeah, um, house to house gatherings, people coming together and worshiping together in homes. Yep. Again, another house to house picture and another online church picture. Um, we got creative, right? And we got flexible. Yep, um, and so then we were like, okay, it's time. It's it, We need to meet in person. We were looking for a place the whole time, but nothing was coming through. So Eric and I got away for like a two-night um, prayer retreat up up north. And we prayed and we fasted. And we we're like, okay, God, where do you want us to go? Like, where where are we going? And how are you providing a space for us to gather? And we prayed and we fasted. And we knew for sure, obviously, that we needed a place to gather in person. And we came back that week, and really out of nowhere, this building plopped in our lap. I mean, we had been searching for buildings that whole time, but for whatever reason, we didn't notice this one or didn't know about it. And um, so this building plopped in our lap. It was operating at a daycare at the time. And so we came in, and it just everything just fell into place. And all of a sudden, we were going to be able to come back together to worship in person, this time without portability. We were like... God is a what? God of miracles. It's that amazing. That could happen. Yeah, like the portability team was like, hallelujah, yes. thank you, Jesus. And so God is faithful. And God is faithful. So literally, yeah, like a week a week after we got back from that prayer retreat, it was like, boom, God dropped it here. And uh, this time last year, we were having our three-year party in the parking lot. A lot of you guys were at that, right? We hadn't even started uh, services yet. We were still renewing and doing a couple updates uh, to the building. And so we let you guys have tours through the building. Then we started actually having physical services open to the public in person uh, in October. And it is, it has been so cool to see how the church has grown, uh, even for the last year, being in this location. Like, seriously, uh, so many of you guys that helped build the church from those past seasons, you've seen it, but so many of you guys that have connected with the lives simply because of this location or this season, it's been a beautiful thing. And so, hey, we want to give honor where honor is due. If you are here today and you started connecting with 
a live family church since we've been in this building, would you please stand to your feet, all right? And if you're online too, give yeah. a little hand raise too if you got Woo! on through the online season. Let's stand up. Let's give it up. Praise God. Or if you joined us online, there's a lot of people that joined oh, yeah. us online before this building. For real. Yeah, hey, keep standing for a second. That, just so you know, like, we sense that God specifically had us come here. Like, it, it was God-ordained. And, and we're, we're, we're honest, and I think you guys would be honest too. We may have never connected if we were at our other location. We, we may have never crossed paths. Maybe we would have, but maybe we wouldn't. But God had you in his heart, amen? And he knew where we as alive needed to be. And we are so grateful and we are so thankful that you said, hey, I'm gonna come out to this new church off 59 here, this new location, and I'm gonna check this out. And, and man, you've been so faithful. It's been so life-giving to see the old and the new and everything in between what God has been doing, building this beautiful family of believers. So thank you guys for stepping, taking a step of faith and stepping through those doors in the midst of a pandemic when it was like, should we be meeting? Should we not be meeting? Like all of that, all the layers there. You said, I prioritize my relationship with God. I need to get to his house. I need to worship. I need to get in godly community, amen? And because of that, I believe we've seen some intense spiritual growth. Have we not, amen? And I believe all of our lives are changed because of your faithfulness. So give it up to all of our Woo! 5202 East Highland Road season hey. people, yes. amen. Awesome. You guys you may guys take, your, take seat. your seats. And for and those of you guys online, a couple pictures of this season yep. um, when we announced that, hey, we got a building to meet in and Yay. then the auditorium that we're all in, God is so faithful. Man, I don't know about you guys. Again, we're talking about the history of the church. I was like, where, where's the message? It's coming, all right? Um, but, but here's a message within what we've just done. We're talking about our history, but it's really his story. Amen? Come on now. See what I did there? It, it, it's his story, and we are all a part of his story. Amen? Jesus is building this church, and the, just the cool pockets of where you've maybe latched on to Alive in its journey all together today, it is beautiful. And here's what I've seen, and here's what we can testify. Jesus has been building his church through every season, amen? It may not have looked like how we wanted it to look or felt even like we wanted it felt or even been predictable, but my goodness, Jesus has not stopped building his church. And as we've been reflecting this week, as we've been reminiscing this week, right, we are seeing this, and, and, and it's refreshing, I think, for all of us to be reminded. We were singing about it just a few minutes ago that Jesus is building his church. In Matthew chapter 16, Verse 18, Jesus says, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Here's a couple things on that. Notice what Jesus said. He said, I will build my church. Everybody say, my church. Jesus said, hey, this thing is mine. And that, just so you guys know, if you've been around alive long enough, this is not Eric and Erica's church, all right? This is not a life family church. This is Jesus's church, Amen. It's just his expression through alive, but this is God's church, amen? And we don't mess with God's church, and we don't play around with God's church, and we don't joke with God's church. God's church is a serious business. Jesus said, I will build it for 2,000 years. Jesus said that, and he's been building it ever since, amen? And he's not getting weary, right? We are part of the greatest movement on the planet. The church age that we are a part of is miraculous, right? And building the church, I've said it like every week for the last 18 weeks, building the church is not building a building. Jesus isn't building a building, although you, God uses buildings to minister to people. He's not building a service time. Jesus is building the church. And what is the church? 
It's you and I. He's building us. As we grow, as we advance, the church grows and the church advance, right? That means you and I are part of his story. You and I have a part to play in building his church and being on this unstoppable mission. The last thing I love about that scripture is he said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Can somebody get an amen on that one? Come on. Who loves being on a winning team? I love being on a winning team, right? It's fun when you're winning. Stay plugged in to the winning team. Jesus is building his church, and even it might go through rough seasons, and it, it may not always be flower and roses in the months and years to come. And he never promises that, but Jesus always promised to be faithful. He always promised to be there with us, and he always promised he has not changed his mind about building his church. So he's going to be building you. He's going to be building me. He's going to be building people that have yet walked through the doors of our church. Come on, somebody. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Come on. Amen. So good. Stay plugged in. Yes. God is so faithful. I hope that as we share the story of a life that you're like, man, God has been faithful. God is building his church through the highs and through the lows and through the sweaty mornings of portability and through the unknowns of where we're going to meet and all of it. Jesus is so faithful. You know, on a personal note, I remember when we came out here, we, we left a large church with a, a vibrant kids ministry, and all of our kids were very young. And I remember having kind of a forceful conversation with God on my end. Like, God, I'll go, but our kids better grow up knowing you. But you but but, but this move better not mess up our kids. And of course he doesn't of course he wants that more than I do, but that was for me a big deal. And so, um, man, this morning, Ella, as you choose to go public with your faith with water baptism, you know, for us, I mean, it was like, man, we're leaving a church with a a slide inside the building. Like, are they going to still love Jesus if we don't have a church with a slide? (laughs) Um, But God has been faithful um, to, to our family. God has been faithful to your family as we think about all God has done through your lives and and the generational impact of that and the community that has been found. And, you know, we had the people that have joined us since this building stand and man, in four years, we're going to have you stand. and It's going to be like, Oh, remember back four years ago and you're going to be paying it forward to the people that will be here four years from now. Thanking you for your faithfulness to build his church so that You know, Jesus said, man, the harvest is ripe. The harvest is plentiful. I need believers. I need laborers. I need need committed Christians who are going to go out into the field as we celebrate your faithfulness this morning and we celebrate God's faithfulness. Psalm uh, Psalm chapter 100 verse 5, it says, For God is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues forever through all generations. God is so faithful. Amen. And so God's faithfulness is not done. If it continues through every generation, our God's not done yet. In fact, he's just getting started. Amen. This applies to a live family church, but this applies to you and I. Because what does it say in Hebrews chapter 13, verse eight? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And so if he has been faithful in your past, then you can have faith today that he'll be faithful in your presence. And guess what? He will be faithful in your tomorrow. Can I get an amen? Come on, come on. In your family, 
in your relationships, in your marriage, even in the darkest hour, in the pain, in the hurt, in the depression, he will be faithful, amen? On the job, providing for you financially, he will be faithful, right? When the times look uncertain and you're scared out of your mind, God will still be faithful through every single generation. You can take that to the bank because he said it and that settles it, amen? We just believe it and we walk it out by faith. God will be faithful to you. Amen. I pray that you leave encouraged. I pray that you leave stirred up because God's faithfulness gives us faith for tomorrow. Amen. When you just pause and think about and meditate on God's faithfulness in your own life, it gives you the courage to keep stepping forward even if you don't know what's around the bend. Amen. It gives you that anchor, that assurance, that substance of things hoped for, that that evidence of things not seen to continue to believe God and trust God even when it looks impossible, amen? God's faithfulness gives us faith for our tomorrow. And, and guys, we don't have it all figured out. This has been a faith journey from the very start. All we had was God's word and a go. And, and we have to be obedient. He didn't show us what it would look like. He didn't say two and a half years in, there's gonna be a worldwide pandemic and this is what you do. All right, and then after that, you're gonna do this. And then you're gonna try to buy this building, but they don't want to buy it. So, that, so you know, he, didn't, he didn't warn us about that. He just said, get, get off your butt and go. And, and, and you gotta either be obedient or not. And we're, we're just, we've seen God be so faithful that we, we trust him, even when it looks crazy, even when it doesn't make any sense in the natural. And so, what got us to this point? Faith. And here's what I want to prophesy to us as a church family. What's going to get us to the next season? Faith. Amen? Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, we please him, and he walks with us every step of the way. Can I get an amen? And so here's the deal. Get ready. Buckle your seatbelts. Get ready for this wild faith journey that we have before us. Amen? We may not know what's around the bend, but God does. We, do not, we may not know what that maybe next facility or next place is, but God does. Amen? He owns a cattle on a thousand hill. There, there is no issue for him too big to fill, to provide for. And so we're just going all in. We've been all in since day one. And we're like, God, this is your church. You said you would build it and keep building it. So guess what? We're just looking for a bunch of crazy friends that says, I want to do that too. Amen? I, I want to be a part of a community that lives by faith that operates by faith, that trusts God every week, every step of the way, because we know that is what produces a heavenly harvest, amen? An eternal harvest. And so Philippians chapter one, verse six, we don't have it for the screens, but Paul says this, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so don't unhook now, it's just getting good, amen? It's just getting started. If you're new here or you just got in, man, this is exciting times, man. God's not done yet. He's just getting started. There's a new chapter that he's turning. We're now entering into year five as a church, and we, we, we feel like we're going to come so alive in year five. Come on, somebody. Come on. I, I just believe it. I feel it in my bones. There's something stirring in the spirit. Even if you can't see it in the natural yet, it's been bubbling. It's been brewing. It's been like crock-potting. And it's about to, it's time for some harvest, people. It's time for some harvest, portability team. It's time for some harvest, people getting all sweaty, setting up, tearing down. It's time for harvest, people praying their brains out in our office right now. It's time for harvest, amen? Woo! Don't unhook during the harvest, man. Like the cider and donuts are coming, don't leave now. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's about to taste real good, amen? 
Praise God. I don't, I don't know. You got anything else before we shut no, this down? No, that's so good. It's good? So Amen. good. All right. Our best is yet to come. Amen. Let's pray and ask God to continue to do that in our lives. Father, we love you so much. We praise you and we thank you for your church. The Life Family is your church. Lord, help us build her how you'd want us to build her, to partner with you. Lord, we trust you. We, we say yes. We sacrifice. We go where you tell us to go. We do what you tell us to do. And Jesus, you do the building, but you build it through us. What an honor. What a privilege. What a great joy and a serious call that you've called us to help build your expression of church here in Livingston County through Alive, Lord. What a wild ride it's been. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your protection. And Lord, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And so we declare and we link up arm in arm in faith today, marching forward as the army of God called alive. And we thank you, Lord, that our best days are still ahead of us because if you are faithful in our past, you will be faithful in our future, Father God. We thank you. And Lord, I thank you for each person here individually that if you've been faithful in their past, Lord, you're gonna be faithful in their future. Lord, that their best days are ahead of them. And as they stay plugged in and planted in the house of the Lord, that they would flourish in the courts of their God, Father God, that they would be fresh and flourishing even in their old age, Father God. I thank you for fruit and fruit that remains. Lord, we see it on the horizon. The harvest is coming and the harvest is here. We call it in by faith. And Lord, we will do what you call us to do. We will go where you call us to go but we will never stop building your church with you, Jesus. We love you. We praise you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. And everybody agree with that said. Amen. Amen. Who's fired up, man? I'm excited. We got people going public with their faith. We got, we got, man, God is so good. But hey, real quickly as we close up, because I you know we got those hot dogs on the grill, you know, we're trying to get something, eat some chips. And kids are like, I want to bounce in that house. Amen. We never like to end a service without giving an open invitation. Maybe you're here in person. Maybe you're tuning in online or watching this later in the week. And you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. See, when Jesus says he's building his church, he wants to build you. He wants to build you into the man and the woman that he called you to, created you for. And a lot of times we try to do life in our own, but we never really connect with that divine purpose that God's placed in us. The way to do that is just simply saying, you know what? I'm not perfect. I don't have it all figured out but I love God and I know that he loves me. I'm gonna put my faith and trust in Jesus. I'm gonna leave the results up to him. But our, our response to his great love by sending his one and only son is simply to believe, to return and repent, but to believe in Jesus, amen? So if you're here today and you've never had that line in the sand moment, you've never prayed a prayer of faith to invite Jesus into your life, or maybe you did that a long time ago, but man, there's something fresh and new that God's doing in your heart in this season, and it's time to come back home. It's time to rededicate your life to Jesus. What an amazing thing that could be today on Alive's four-year anniversary. There's no better time than now. We're not promised tomorrow. Today is right before us. What do you say about Jesus? Let's bow our heads and close our eyes, church family, out of reverence at this moment and online as well. If you're here today, and you'd be honest, and you'd say, you know what? I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to put my faith and trust in him or I want to come back to him and, and recommit and remember that September 26, 2021 
I put my faith and trust back in Jesus. If that's you all over the room and online, don't you just raise up your hand real quickly so I know who I'm talking to today, who I know I see it, I see it. Yep, thank you, Lord. Praise God. You put your hands down. Let's pray a family prayer together and know that God in heaven hears us and he's coming into hearts and he's changing some destinies and some lives. So they say this, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for your son, Jesus. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, come into my heart, change my life, and help me live a life that pleases you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise in this house for life change. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To further connect with us at Alive, visit us at alivefamily.church. And remember, people matter and Jesus is alive.